When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to episode 280 of the Flow Wrestling Live Radio Show with the host, C.P. Piles, Christian Piles, Kyle Brackett, to my right, Andrew Spade, and the one and only, the Jamaican sensation, making a triumphant return to the show after a long hiatus, Sion Williams! Oh, baby. That was money. Actually, I liked, so we practiced that a couple times. My favorite was when he accidentally called me C.P. Schlater. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I don't know. I was watching some podcast the other day, and I heard <laughs> the name popped in my C.P. Head. came up? Okay, that's cool. He was a, yeah, he was a monster. He was pretty good. He's like a nurse now or something. Um, uh, he, yeah, he's something Entertainment Tonight or some uh, podcast, I believe. Entertainment Tonight? Pro- it was probably Entertainment Tonight. Or something like that. You're thinking of Mario Lopez. He was C.P. Slater. That was AC Slater. (laughs) (laughs) He thought, hold on. He thought I was Mario Lopez. So he called me. I just screwed up the name. Common mistake. I was AC Slater, so he called me CP Slater. (laughs) That is unbelievable. That's a compliment. Oh, I'll take it. Preppy? Okay. All right. So obviously, we're like one minute in. And already we we set a we set the tone for the show. Sion's here. Willie is at Flow Nationals. Lobdell is en route to Flow Nationals. So we've got we we went hard here. We've got Spay and Sion. Sion, he brought enough Slim Jims for the class to share, and uh, we've got plenty to get into. One a DeSanto update. The young man on his way to Iowa. He will be there very soon to for his visit. Oh. So that's pretty interesting. So he will be there um, during the World Cup, I guess. That'd be pretty fun. That's pretty cool. I don't know if he watches or has ever wrestled freestyle, but um, I'm sure he'll be he'll be interested in that. Now, Sion, you're you're buds with with Coach Azevedo. Yeah. I don't know you 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 rarely divulge any information, but uh, I'm interested for your for your take on this whole DeSanto situation. Well, I, I know for a fact that Azevedo, you know, put his heart and soul into helping the kid. And, you know, I guess people are young, so they, they want they change their mind all the time. So, you know, it sucks for the Drexel program because, you know, he could have been their first national champ. But yeah, he definitely has the talent. To just giving it. up on your team, I'm not a fan of that. But like I said, young people. They're growing. They're making. They're changing their minds. They're trying to find their place in the world. So mm. it happens. You. I mean, I I appreciate you not judging him, considering you wanted to go to Iowa and you ended up at Iowa State and you went there. So really, you, know, you were think, kind of things like, happen for a reason. You know, I don't think I would have been happy at Iowa. I don't think I would have fit in there. Yeah, you never know. Now I just don't like him. Now you just don't like him. But you. Hey, you met uh, Tony. Ren- You've met so many Hawkeyes that you now have to like. I don't have to like them. You, guess, but you do like them. Uh, I guess they are right. You like them? I, I guess once you get them out of that pit, they, they're not that bad. Pit. Wow, what a hater. Once you get them out of that pit, you know, they, they, they got a good personality. Okay. They they, 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 they stop sponging from uh, that, I don't know, mentality. <laughs> sponging. Okay. Update. Next Tuesday, Kyle Snyder, he won the Olympics is going to come on the show and talk with us about 
his deal with the Rudis. Very cool stuff. Kyle reached out, wants to talk about it. There's a lot of questions about it. I'm excited to hear what he has to say, and uh, can't wait for that. He's going to beat some foreigners down this weekend at the World Cup, and then he'll be on here Tuesday. It's so pretty awesome. It's pretty sweet. It's going to be good. So we'll learn about that. A little uh, additional information. Some guys on the transfer market, you may or may not know. Mason Smith of Central Michigan, Gary Wayne Harding, Oklahoma State, and Devin Skaska of Indiana. All those guys apparently have releases or are looking for transfers, so keep an eye out for them. Mason Smith, a very interesting prospect for, for CMU. Had a nice year this year. Um, yeah. Big game Gary Wayne, though. Sentimental favorite. like to see those Oklahoma State guys get off the bench and find somewhere else. Eli Hale transferred to Central Oklahoma in the middle of the season. <clears throat> just impressive, champ. impressive stuff how much talent is just in Stillwater. So, and big game Gary Wayne, like I said, sentimental favorite, Sal Marino. He'd probably end up over at Oklahoma. Oh, you think? Who knows? Who knows? You know, them Oklahoma boys right, always try to stay within the state. What if he went to Iowa State? Yeah, what if he's a Cyclone? They can they can use a lot of help in a lot of weight classes. Okay, he almost beat Earl Hall well, once. He'll be go he'll be going there, but he'll be in the same situation uh, because those are uh, those are the same weight classes they're good at. Would well, he have? Hey, been, you know, uh, your guy Puppy Simmons is gone. Yeah, I heard Puppy Simmons. You know, I heard he's transferring out along with uh, what, Biachenbach, Bryson-Bach, oh something. Oh my Bia- god! Sorry, mm. I can't even I can't even pronounce his name. You got Breitenbach? favorite team. Brayton, well, yeah, something like that. Can you try again? No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you basically had it. So yeah. Okay. So you know, I guess you know. So by the end, of, I say by the end of next season, it'll be a whole new Iowa State roster. It'll be a full turnover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Spay's here. Hey guys. Spay um, intentionally infuriated Hawkeye Nation. Oh yeah, that's all part of the master plan. With uh, his uh, with the pound for pound ranking of Spencer Lee. And, uh, yeah, I think it's good that you're on here. We, I, I would just like to give you the floor and let you maybe opine a little bit. All right, I, sure. Before we begin, just one quick question. Um, what radio station is this going to be on? Before we start, I want to tell my parents so they can tune in and watch. <laughs> um, and then we can get going and start the whole show and everything. 98.6 The Rock. All right, perfect. Then uh, I'll, I'll just I think most people thought tweet. it was Nomad that did the ranking on the on the board. Oh, oh really? On the yeah, because Nomad, Nomad went, uh, he went uh, pretty high. Pretty hype last uh, show. Well, he lost his he lost his ever loving. <laughs> Nomad's a passionate man. I think all the Hawkeye fan every every fan should know that Nomad had a uh, a passionate plea to tell everyone that uh, sub sandwiches are in fact not oh sandwiches, my. even though it's right there in the name. So Nomad was trying to convince the entire office that uh, if you go to Subway and ask for a sandwich, they won't be able to give you one because they, they don't won't. sell sandwiches at Subway. Jimmy John's also not a purveyor of sandwiches. He was serious. But it tells you how detail-oriented the readers of rankings are. They thought he did it when it literally says <laughs> your name on it. Um, yeah, to get in touch with the rankers, contact Spay or CP. Clearly a wrestling um, nomad. Yeah, well, I mean, so the whole thing is great. I mean, I, I love seeing uh, people get worked up about stuff. It's it's weird for me. I'm one year basically into the job a little bit longer. Uh, been contributing to the site. Um but it's just cool to see, all right, we, you know, we have a process for the rankings. It's been the same since I started doing them a year ago with you. Uh, it's the same on the site for everything. It's the same for the way Willie and Nomad do the high school stuff. You look at two resumes, you look at two bodies of work, and you compare them, and then you, you move people up based well, on explain what results. Is, what is in the resumes. <clears throat> right, and so for Spencer Lee, he was not in the pound-for-pound the pound top 20 all year long. I think... I don't, yeah, I don't think he snuck in at any point. Yanni was in and out at the bottom there after he had a couple big wins. Um, guys like Dean Heil obviously start the year in the pound-for-pound pound rankings because they're on wins, you know, 50-match win streaks and have national championships under their belt. Uh, but then as the season goes on and they either rack up more wins or more losses, they move up and down the rankings. So what it's never been is, hey, this week, who's had the, the best week and let's do a who's hot right now rankings and who's had literally the best performance, who's pinned someone that's really good. And then we just jumble them around every time. It would probably be easier because you could uh, – easier and harder. I don't know. At the end of the NCAAs, it would definitely be easier because you just go to the most total points from the NCAAs. You'd look at that list, most team points, and you'd go, here's our top ten. And then we'd put that out there just like 
you know, for the weight class rankings, you basically just take the All-Americans and you make them your top eight with a couple small adjustments or whatever of a guy injury defaulted or if a guy didn't see, you know, there was no true eighth or whatever. So I missed something. What's the complaint here? The complaint is that Spencer Lee is, I'm glad you brought that up because we're circling, you know, around a bit, but Spencer Lee was 13th in the pound for pound rankings. And that is a crime against Hawkeye Nation. Yeah, such a thing anymore. (laughs) Well, I know you're not going to be too sympathetic to him, but uh, so the other thing is, these guys love Spencer Lee, and you can tell, and you can tell everything we do that involves Spencer Lee, they get very, very passionate about it. I think passion is the key word here. They're passionate fans. Spencer Lee is an incredible talent. We've been on him since Cadet LH, Junior LH, World School. When he had the yeah, how many here. times has he been on stuff or whatever? So we're not in any way, shape, or form going to hold back on the Spencer Lee hype. This was just a case of... He was a one-time national champion. And he was a freshman. Look at the resume. Yes, he was a true freshman. Another great accomplishment. If you're ranking best true freshman performances, he's right up there with Yanni. He'd be number two right behind Yanni. Yanni That's how we have it in the pound for pound. And the main thing is it's the the Ronnie Bresser loss at Midlands. And obviously you don't count those injury defaults as losses. He didn't actually wrestle anybody. But he did play sixth at Midlands. For the record, I have nothing against Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee's great. Nobody yeah. has Other anything against Spencer Lee. Other than that, I have nothing against him. <laughs> so, I like watching him wrestle. So the loss yeah. against Spencer Lee stays on his record, and it counts for pound for pound right now. You don't just ignore it because he had an awesome NCAA, NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament was was incredibly impressive. Well, obviously, we sh- put great stock in the NCAA tournament. So they want great stock in the NCAA tournament. He went from unranked to 13th. That's a nice big jump. And, may, and there are – I am sympathetic to arguments that, well, he hammered – uh, he also wasn't about to technical fall NATO. He was beating him soundly. He beat Suriano soundly. But when he pinned NATO, it wasn't like he was tech smashing him. There's Well, not that that matters. I mean, it's not... Um, we don't take a strength of victory into account either. Right. We lose our minds. You kind of start with... Um, it's wins and losses first, right? It's yeah. like elite wins and who have you lost to? And you're comparing those and you're stacking up pound-for-pound pound wins, All-American national champion wins. And, and your losses. So that's a starting point. And then if you get into a uh, a tighter situation, then maybe it's like, okay, well, who's more dominant? Who's separating themselves from the competition? But re- by and large, that rarely that rarely factors in. So we have him slotted in behind Miles Martin, a national champion as a true freshman himself, uh, who only lost to the current number four pound-for-pound pound wrestler this year, Bo Nickel. Um, so really... It's the Ronnie Bresser loss. And the further he gets away from that, the less it's going to matter and the more he just continues to smash people. It's so like the, it's what, like the Christian Brucky loss from Mark Hall. Yeah. What? Well, there's there's two theories. There's the one that I'm sympathetic to, which is, okay, he should be ahead of Miles Martin. He won a national championship. <laughs> Adam Kuhn didn't win a national championship. So they, they just want like all the – they want more weight on the NCAA tournament, which, all right, you we could put more weight, but I don't see – that is being a good way of going forward because then you're you're just ignoring everything else. And then there are the people that say he it was so impressive and he's a a, a world champion uh, and he's got all these other accolades. He should be in the top five. He's the most impressive guy. Top three. And those I think there's been a lot of impressive freshmen. You could go back to say Tion Weir or one of yeah, the two freshmen. Yeah, and I, those guys I think are either just yeah. ignoring the list. They don't know who Jason Nolf. I don't know how you get him ahead of Snyder, Zane Rutherford, Bo Nickel. It's and just they, Hawkeye I think world, unrealistic. they're just getting caught up in the hype, or maybe they're not even Hawkeye fans. They're just Spencer Lee fans. Yeah, I think right. there's plenty of them too. Um, but yeah, if look, if we're starting the year next year with the preseason rankings, uh, just take out the seniors, and that's what it's going to look like. And I think it's it's defensible. I'm incredibly comfortable with it. And bottom line is, uh, yeah, it's it's great that people are caring about this pound for pound list. It's a nice free little ranking that we put. So if you're starting the ranking next season, you'll probably come in at number four or five. Well, you take out the seniors, and I think he ends up like eight or something. There's a lot of guys yeah. returning. Yeah, there's a lot of talent coming eight in. Eight or nine. So uh, thank you for all the feedback and uh, the wonderful uh, 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 suggestions and thoughts from the community. They're very well received. But, no, that's it is what it is. These are our pound-for-pound pound rankings. This is how we do it. It's the same way we've been doing it forever. Um, so if you're just now noticing because they're 13th and you think Spencer Lee is a, a top five guy, then you're going to have a problem with it, and that's fine. You know the funniest thing? I got a funny story here about, you know, parents wanting their, where to think people should be ranked. Um, one of the departments I manage here at Flow is customer service, so sometimes people want to escalate things. 
beyond one of my managers. Do a whole show on that, all, I bet. All the way up. There's like people that calls in and go, I want to talk to whoever did the rankings. They need to change it. I, I always go, hey, it's Willie or uh, CP. But uh, no, no, I want, I want to talk to them right now. Sorry, you know. Like, why am I even talking to you? They're like, they, they're like well, I requested straight to go straight up the manager. The customer service wouldn't change me. Wouldn't, uh, <laughs> this is wouldn't not change like, the Yeah, we didn't apply your coupon correctly on your value meal. No, it's like. They, 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 I mean, there's some people that are just brutal on rankings. I yeah, love I love the love the passion. It's great. It's great. So, that's that. Well, one of the neatest parts about having Spay here at Flow is when something horrible happens, like a program gets canceled. Spay gets up in their business. Yeah. Uh, the things he did to Boise State last year. Bob Custer. Bob I'm not Custer. Done with him yet he either. forced him to retire. He, he, listen, all I'm saying is. Bob Custer was gainfully employed, and then soon after the heat, he turned up the heat. That man got out of Dodge. All over him like a rash. Yeah, like a rash. Uh, So now we've got this EMU situation, Spay. Why why don't you get us up to speed? What's going on there? Yeah, sure. So a couple different uh, big differences between those. Bob Custer obviously is a guy that's been in power at Boise State for like eight years and then decides to abuse that power by uh, needlessly canceling a wrestling team so we can start a pet project of a baseball team, which makes absolutely zero sense in Boise, Idaho, to have a college baseball team there. Uh, So you can go look up all the the stuff we did about them, but basically just showing how it was like a, a real shady deal between basically Bob Custer's they friends. they play some with video game too? Made video game a team? Oh, that was just some random thing where they were going to have like a, a club team. Okay. It wasn't going to be a part of the NCAA. I mean, the NCAA has to sanction pro gaming or whatever. Okay. Willie probably knows about that. He's a big fan. <laughs> um, but it was basically just like he, he loved baseball so mm-hmm. much that he's just like, all right, I'm going to do this now and not really care about all the university stakeholders. How'd the team do? What's that? How'd the team do? Baseball. They haven't started yet. Oh, They're man. still it, years it, away from even feeling the team. Man, so they, they, they screwed. Well, yeah, and to show how just backwards and, and insane Custer was with his obsession over baseball, he paid like $50,000 to design baseball uniforms because he's like a kid with a hobby, and he just thought baseball is just so cool. Wait, so wait, the oh, university, wait, wait, wait. The university paid $50,000 $50, to design super cool alternate home away. All You can look it up. I mean, man, they, are we in the wrong job? We should be going to designing. Seriously. Hey, Spay. Yeah, you're wearing a bootleg flow I was about to say. And it's designed off. by Sion Williams. Listen. You know, like nice color here. It's awful. Nice. Let me tell you something. I like my bright colors, all right? That is so off I brand. I like my bright colors. I'm Jamaican. We like our colors. Does that mean brand standards? Sion. We, we, we like, at Flow, I'm not a Flow in Jamaica, you know? <laughs> we like we like to stick out. All right, well. We like oh, to be so shiny. You you're bigger than the you're bigger than the program. You're bigger, not bigger than, the, than the program. I'm just one small cog in the big in the big clock. That well, you, you're you're not really falling in line here because I hey I've been told I was wearing something that you know I didn't make it or anything. It was sent to us by another uh, gear provider, and uh, Martin Floriani told me to burn it. Wait 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 wait. How is this outside? That's the right color logo. The shirt's just a it is the right color shirt. Color. Not what? the right color. The right color. It's, there ain't nothing wrong with the logo. The the logo is is not right. What's wrong it's, with the logo? It's too small. It's, it's a, okay. It's just because the logo's small. It mm. looks janky. It looks hey, really janky hey, on hey. that green shirt. I like there are professionals. My, I, that I like make, to be that is on brand. On brand. I like my nice bright this. colors. You that, look like a flagman hey, uh, working on I thirty five with that hey, shirt. It's what do you know bright. about Jamaicans, man? We like bright colors. Why are you making it about your nationality? Because we like bright colors. Yeah, it's playing the so Jamaican you're attacking card. all Jamaicans right now. You're attacking all Jamaicans right now. All Jamaicans. If we oh surveyed all Jamaicans, I think they'd agree that that's a janky-looking shirt. Yeah. Have you looked? Uh, they uh, have a fashion let's, sense. Let's put up a poll. Put up a poll. Listen, Usain put Bolt. Put up a poll. Usain Bolt would not be wearing. <laughs> Absolutely that. not. Say, put up a poll for Jamaicans to see what Jamaicans say. Yeah, okay, I'll let listen. you handle that. Listen, know you know that. more Jamaicans. <laughs> than that, that's, that's that's a lot of work on Twitter, which you know I, I, I don't do much on Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm a little behind. Yeah, you are behind. Which Sion, um, listen, getting Sion on the show, he has demands. And one of them is that we need to increase his Twitter followers. Maybe we can get a uh, – Kyle can pull up his Twitter account. Yes, mm-hmm. at Sion W. C-Y-O-N-W. Look at that. <laughs> Look at – all right, there it is. So let's get a quick perusal of the account. He's got 360. I say, how quickly can we get him to 500, guys? Everyone yeah. follows Sion W. 
Um, or something bad's gonna happen. Maybe he you won't also come need in. to tweet more, Sion. Yeah, March fifteenth, yeah. your last tweet. March, come on. come on, bro. Put that person. No, out everyone on the actually internet. unfollow him. zero. We gotta get Sion up to a thousand. I changed my mind. We're done. <laughs> Nuke that account. Nuke it. Everyone report him. <laughs> yeah, everyone report. Know, if I start tweeting a lot, it might be bad. You're so, right. You're, You're right. allowed to we curse on, on Twitter. On there's no we cursing. Could, oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's plenty of cursing uh, on Twitter. So should we get Spayback on the Kustra train? Well, oh, yeah. yeah I was, so we were trying to go EMU. on EMU, but we got right. him on Kustra. Well, because because a lot of people <laughs> want to know why aren't we going as hard against EMU as we are against as we did against Boise State. And, I mean, I, there were some specific circumstances that were immediately shady that Boise State folks reached out to us and provided a lot of that background as well. Uh, but for EMU, it was, you know, it was one of those typical, this is what happened at kind of Boston University and some of the other ones that uh, uh, closed up shop over the years. And it's the cost cutting and there's only so much money to go around and blah, blah, blah. So but, it ain't even Title IX anymore. I mean, it's it's a lot of it is, it's football right now is what this one is. It's not really Title IX. Title IX is always going to be a factor because there's, a, again, scarce resources. You have to allocate them somehow. You can't have 50 programs. I'm Sure, every athletic director would like to have more. It's, it would be more stuff for him to be in charge of and more prestige, I guess. But the bottom line is, again, there's only so many dollars to go around. The rest of the school needs money for a million other things. There's always going to be more people asking for for a, a bigger slice of that pie. So at Eastern Michigan, unfortunately, what you have is a, a team that went 1A from Division Two in the 70s, uh, and their football team has been lacking. They're in the MAC. The MAC's got some good... Um, a lot of good things going for it. I think Kyle, you could speak for some the the, the virtues of Maction. Yeah, it's great. Weeknight yeah. weeknight football. Great weeknight um, football. Tuesday night Maction. Yeah. Um, and so Eastern Michigan hasn't been really competitive. So I guess this new AD came in about a year ago, uh, got buy-in from the Board of Regents, all the stakeholders, and said, we're going to go. He capitalizes the E's in his name. Oh, so you know he's serious about Eastern Michigan. That's how you know he's all in at EMU. He's capitalized all the okay. E's. Eastern Michigan's got Michigan, Michigan State. They ain't sorry. Their football's never. That's be exactly good. the problem. So they want to be competitive at least in the MAC. But there are three other. Uh, there were two other. There's Central Michigan and Western Michigan are also. CMU's pretty good, right? In the state. And Western, yeah. And they all have like a head start, and they're not literally like but, a twenty Western, minute. So right now it's the fourth program in the state. Well, fifth. 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 Man, they might as well. They might might have to move to Idaho to be get better there. Well, that's the thing. So Wisconsin, with their state universities, or Minnesota, that. they have their flagship, and then everybody else is either Division two or Division three. And I'm not saying Michigan has to copy all that. And there's nothing wrong Eastern with saying Michigan. Eastern Michigan, right? There's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, we want big time football." I'm a big football guy. I think a lot of people are are also football fans that follow wrestling. They, become, um, they could become the Mount Union of. Uh, they could become Mount Union. They could go one double A. There's plenty of that. There, there's, there's, look at Montana. Look, look at, at Northern Iowa. Okay, so wrestling. Right. So wrestling, the big thing is they're, they're, they're saying we need to allocate more resources to football and build a $35 million uh, sports complex. So what should we do? We should cut the wrestling team. Well, they couldn't have picked a worse time. They're also cutting women's tennis. No. Yeah, women's mm -hmm. tennis, softball, and men's swimming, diving, which happened to be pretty successful. You look up swimming and diving, they're pretty the same. But just last year, Eastern Michigan had five national qualifiers. That is the most, literally in school history. In the history of the school, this is the most national qualifiers. And that happened in 2018 in Cleveland. They had a MAC champ, uh, 184 pounds, uh, Kane McCallum. That was their first since 2009. Uh, they had an All-American, eighth place, uh, Revelation at 141 pounds, Sedarian Perry, first All-American since 1999. And... Uh, David Balliard was MAC Coach of the Year, so this is a program that has, and it's, and it's. If you look at their history, every year they're getting two or three or more qualifiers. So this is a program that is is decidedly mid-major. It does not have the resources of Michigan or Michigan State, and they are doing very well. And better very than Michigan State, certainly better than Jeez. Michigan yes, State they right are. now. You can uh, probably add up Michigan State's last five years of NCAA's to point total and. Oh, they scored negative points two years ago. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was an negative. impressive feat. <laughs> that's hard to do. That's literally hard to do. Um, 
Zero. So you add all that up and then you go, all right, well, this doesn't really make any sense. You're taking these successful programs that are operating efficiently, that are not costing a lot of money, and then you're saying you have to spend all that and you're going to cut them to save, I don't know, how much? So let's talk about the $208,000 reporting. Yeah, so then the big kind of bombshell comes out. You dig into their numbers. You look at the financial reporting. Every NCAA school, especially ones that take state money, public funds, have to report all their their, uh, expenses and their revenue so that they can be Title IX compliant, basically, is the... There's more to it, but that's the long and the short of it. So you look at their numbers and you go, well, uh, in 2017, so the 16-17 season, they spent $860,000 or so on their wrestling program, according to this report. And then you look at their past years. It's all publicly available. You can look it up. It's about 200000 or so more than they typically spend. A, a program of that size and their MAC peers usually spend around six hundred to $800,000, but EMU's been on the low end. Then you look at the, the the full report from this year, and there are game day expenses under wrestling of, uh, what is it, 290-something yeah. thousand dollars. For what? And that's the big question. See, so, you know, for why is it costing that? That's more than what it costs for football game days. But this is like, what does it cost to run uh, a dual meet or uh, an open or whatever? But does it look like they kind of... So unless you're renting out Madison Square Garden every every night that you have a home duel and getting new mats and having uh, a laser light show and DJ Khaled, so, yeah, uh, DJ Khaled would have to would do the opening ceremony. Yeah. So basically, the Eastern Michigan uh, wrestling books is like the Enron of the wrestling world. It's very Enron ish. Very yeah, good for okay. the younger guys out there. Enron Enron was a company that uh, just lied about how much money they made. So and how much Eastern, money So we should be uh, so the accountant that did those uh, numbers should be uh, investigated. So then well, there were some tweets about it. It was like this is obviously wrong. Uh, no one can spend this much on on wrestling mats and then I, I literally i think yesterday it came out and then we got an article up now on www.flowwrestling.org that really breaks it down they said uh oh sorry that's our bad that was two hundred eighty thousand dollars that we booked as a wrestling expense that was not their actual game day expenses were twelve thousand dollars which is uh, what which is what it costs for any school of that size to so, wait, wait. roll out mats and uh i think one of the wrestlers quick even thing. tweeted we roll out the mats so what are, what are, what's going like I know so how much we, it costs. We should have some. We got some. I'm sure there's some wrestling accountants out there. I'm sure we could get them to do a free audit of the Eastern Michigan books to find out what else is wrong. Yeah, there are there are people already asking to do that. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, but they the the school to their credit, I guess, uh, copped to what they were billing or chart what they were saying wrestling was spending it on, and it turns out they took women's basketball and men's basketball referee official costs, which were like sixty thousand dollars each. And $180,000 or so for bowl game expenses, which is unclear exactly what it is, but it's probably uh, right. unsold bowl game tickets. So for right that now year. I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some smoke, so, so there might yeah. be some other fires some there. So, you know, what so else is wrong in there, you know? The con- uh, well, that's the big thing. So then the conspiracy theory, which I don't necessarily ascribe to, and we didn't put in the article, but it's out there. You can go to uh, Wrestling by Pirate. WordPress.com, I think, and look up the theory that Scott Weatherby has orchestrated this entire event to personally enrich himself. Long so, con. Long con. It's a long con. So he, he came on board, I think, in July of 17 and then signed his contract in December. This report was filed, uh, the, the expense report. Or the, I see the, smoke. Yeah, I that see was smoke. that was November 30th. So technically he was like working on the job before his contract signed and could have been telling them, hide the expenses for these big revenue sports, for these big name sports, and put them under wrestling where no one will pay attention. But obviously... Hey, do we, do we, we have one attention. of those buzzers when it starts flashing Enron, Enron, Enron? We used to. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't have that what, that we, what happened? That was my favorite buzzer I know, that you guys had. one of my favorite visual aids for this show. Oh, we, I, I don't remember what happened to it. Yeah. We, we cut it. So we, so we could say we had Eastern to do our own Michigan equaled Enron. Okay. Yeah, that that'll be the follow up article. But then the okay. the the rest of the long con involves Scott Weatherby's contract, which you can uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, request, which Seton Hall Pirate did, uh, and found out that the less programs that the school had, well, first the, the contract says the university has no quote unquote has no present intention to eliminate any of its current varsity sports, which obviously was not true because then they within eliminated a year, like, like three or four four in within a year of signing that contract and the less sports, the less overhead that the school uh, has in its athletic department, the easier it is for uh, Scott Weatherby, the AD, to uh, get out of his contract. If he leaves and takes another job, that's less of a so you mean, buyout. He, so he means by killing all these sports, he's trying to jump ship. 
it well it'll make him easier for it's less of a liability on on his personal books also he has an incentive to raise funds which i think every ad would have that that in and of itself is not that, bad that, that's a part of the job but he started the 35 million dollar campaign for new facilities the day he started and it's a lot easier to raise funds for this big campaign than it is to say we just need extra money to keep our current 21 sports or so uh viable so i i have not All subscribed right. to this belief yeah. What, yeah. What's the student body thing? Anybody poll the student body? And well, see that's what... ultimately, I think, the same thing that Boise State ran into was these decisions are being made without the feedback of the stakeholders, without the students, without the community, without the people in, that live in the state. Well, the problem with Eastern Michigan, too, is it's, like, mainly a commuter school. Right. It's not like Boise State. It's a lot of, like, people that are going back to school. Blue collar. Yeah. but <laughs> It's in the shadow of Michigan. It's right. <clears throat> Ann Arbor is right down the road. Yeah. So... And, uh, there's nothing wrong with commuter schools. Um, Central Florida. The South school's Florida, struggling Florida, in general Italy. just to even get kids to go there, whether yeah. it's for sports or not. And, and then so, so by cutting sports, they're not really helping it because regularly sports draw some more kids. There. Right. So they, they, yeah. they ultimately diminishing their student. Uh, they played themselves. Well, and then the enrollment time. factor. I'm glad you brought that up because then ultimately what, what is a lot more credible than the conspiracy theory, I should say, is that when you look at the true cost that you're going to save based on these numbers that the school is reporting itself, um, and then they say how much are they going to save when you get rid of this? Well, enrollment costs, or enrollment fees, tuition is going to go up when you have a wrestling team because you only have 9.9 scholarships and you have more people wrestling. So you're going to have all these people. Plus, when you add up all the other sports, they're going to lose tons of tuition, which the school is apparently not accounting for. And the cost of the scholarships that you say you save is actually a lot less because. Those numbers are not true costs. You're not actually paying all that to every kid with a scholarship. You're paying how many? How many people's on the Eastern Michigan team? Just about thirty. Thirty. So less. you say they have nine point nine scholarship. So twenty. So twenty people. Twenty people are paying tuition. That wouldn't yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Likely. So, so that's not going to be there no more. And then if you add all the other sports. Right. So the from what I understand, the EMU people are doing it right. They're getting uh, alumni donors. They're getting people together, and they're and this is a huge revelation this $280,000 error even if they say they tried to hand wave it away as if oh well, that didn't really factor into our internal calculations but can't really ignore something that big especially when it's red flags of major sports being billed to a minor sport so they're having a meeting with the with the chief financial officer they're getting everybody together and it's the donors that have the most power that are ultimately the ones that can do we have a list Make of the donors? Can, can we can we all right, all right, can we start right. pulling yeah. the donors? And they're gonna go and they're gonna try to sort this out. So stay tuned. The the article's up there right now about what the biggest you know issues that EMU is gonna face right now with trying to continue with their path that they've chosen. And we'll see. Maybe the alumni, maybe the local guys, the stakeholders at EMU can can um, can help make a difference. And we'll obviously be there all along the way doing what we can. So yeah, that's just situation screwed up. Uh, EMU definitely incompetent. Looking forward or looking at other things, uh, some updates. West Virginia coaching situation. <clears throat> Coleman Scott's name was in the mix for a while there. Not going, not interested, not going to have that, uh, not pursuing that job. He's um, staying at, at UNC. So Tim Flynn is a name. I believe that uh, Tim is going to or has already interviewed for the position. And Kerry uh, Collat's name keeps flying around. But really, it's been – relatively quiet otherwise i find it really weird it feels like four years ago when this job was open there was a lot more interest yeah and it's i find that that doesn't make sense to me really regularly when it's this quiet the ad regularly already have somebody picked out maybe i don't think that he does i really don't um i think coleman was probably his top choice <laughs> kyle have you officially dropped out no, no, not oh, at all. All right. Well, I'm just I mean, saying that's some some heat you, on the hot stove. Yeah. So, I mean, t- to be candid, how how excited were you when you found out Coleman wasn't in consideration? Because that's I big gave a fist pump. You gave a fist pump. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why well, you don't like? But Coleman? no, I guess no. <laughs> I just I want he the least the amount of competition possible. Okay. <laughs> um, I just find it very weird. The roster's in a better place now than it was four years ago when Turnbull. Can I be your assistant? Turnbull, no. <laughs> when Turnbull stepped down, um, I don't know. It's they've upgraded facilities since then. They got new mats. Locker rooms been updated. I don't know. I, just, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe there's more. Maybe we just don't know as much on this one. That could be it too. Maybe All right, I'm putting my hat in the, in the game for South Dakota State. You know, you you're a Brookings guy. I'm, I'm going to Brookings. 
You never even been there. No, I never been there, but <laughs> it's great. I want to check it out for the first time. When, when, when we I got an SDSU update, right? SDSU update. Morningstar, Clemson, Han. Um, let's see. One of them, I think, is already interviewed. I think Coach Hans today, and maybe Clemson later on this week. And I don't know for sure if if uh, Becker's interviewed yet or not. So and why uh, wouldn't they interview Han for uh, Western Virgi- West Virginia? Uh, you almost said Western Virginia. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe they're they're looking for a head coach, someone with head coaching experience right now. Not a lot in the market right now, you know, that they could go pull. Um, a lot I of pro- programs are investing in their programs. It's kind of hard to go try to steal somebody right about now. Well, Penn State was able to do it, so I think uh, West Virginia could do it too. Ooh, is that a shot? I don't know. Who did no, Penn State steal? Oh, they stole you. Of, uh, they stole you from Iowa State. Nobody <laughs> ain't steal me from anywhere. Okay, well, one day you're. One day I see you, Matt, side hey. shooting uh, Iowa State tools, and and three hours later you're you're sitting in the VIP suite at, with a <laughs> Penn State shirt on, on the Big Ten Network. Hey, uh, that's because somebody never bought me a plane ticket. You know. Wow, unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> So As yeah. I say, you're loyal to those who are loyal to you. Oh, listen to him. Classic. Miss your loyalty. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna start a segment here. We're gonna pull up Sidarian Perry's Twitter, and we're just gonna see the coaches that have recently followed him on Twitter, and then uh, start connecting some dots. Mm-hmm. I do know for a fact he uh, visited Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, but beyond that, I don't know. Um, so Kyle's so, gonna pull it up. As you just mentioned, Brandon Agum. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there was that was not good. Yeah, Brandon Agum. Maybe we don't show the actual. Oh okay, I kind of liked it, except for the the ladies. <laughs> that wasn't good. No Iowa um, State coaches. We could use a good forty-one pounder. Iowa State. What about for, no uh, Austin Kyle Borshoff? Okay, Binghamton. Wow, Binghamton in the mix. He must have had a lot of followers recently. Normally, you can just like yeah. I th- well, I think he got a lot. You know when now he's famous. Obviously, everything happened. Yeah. Um, oh, there's Virginia Tech. Ooh, Hokies in the mix. Name the coaches. I'm trying to find them. Okay. okay. I should have pulled this up prior. Yeah, man, we messed this up bad. How about just some of the other ones that he's that are following him now? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's the whole. No, thing. no, no. I mean, just like random, not not wrestling related. <laughs> oh, Quint McLamory. <laughs> Quinn McLamory. Sure. Give them some Oh, love. there's Bryce Hasselman, North Carolina. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. This segment this segment failed. Miserably. This flopped. Wow. This flopped huge. This is the biggest flop in FRL. I was loving well, there's it. Christian Piles. I followed him. I'm going to see if he might want to work at uh, Flow Wrestling. I got a spot open. Okay. Sion's got a job for you. I got a job for him, man. Every time he wants to come work Doyle at Doyle Trout. He could turn pro. And Fred Stroker. He got so many followers. So many followers. He became too famous. JDJ. Okay, Rutgers. All right. Enough of this. Enough of that. Let's get to the questions. So we got a lot. I I asked for FRL general questions, but then I asked for Sion specific questions. And I want to start with those. I want to start with the Sion questions. What is the Sion questions? Well, there's there's several. I tweeted (laughs) and asked, um, you're a big grill guy. Um, how do you feel about Kirk Cousins, an NFL quarterback, uh, grilling his steaks inside aluminum foil boats? He lays down the aluminum foil and puts it on on the grill. Well, everybody does their grilling differently. Sometimes uh. the aluminum foil, you put it in aluminum foil, and if you close the top, it makes it a little more tender. So, you know, it depends on how you want your steak done. So, I'm a fan of it. Wow. I did. I I expected a complete evisceration. Hey, there. I I cook all sorts. I, I I grill all sorts of ways. Sometimes I use aluminum foil. Sometimes it's charcoal. Sometimes it's gas. It's all about the taste and what you're in the mood for. Okay. All right. I love that answer. I love that answer. That you, I, you're showing a different side of you, Sion. Uh, question for Sion. Any interest in joining Kyle Bracky in uh, and Ryan Morningstar in West Virginia? Uh, that was uh, well. As soon as you had the, you put the Morningstar in there, I said no. What? Well, we said no first. I no, just want to make that clear. Yeah, true, make true it clear. Now, now I'm telling y'all no. All right. Well, it wow. sounds like you're out. Um, I'm out. Everybody's out. With an outdoorsman like Zadik on Iowa State staff, will Cyclones convert to deer jerky? It's Iowa. They all eat deer jerky now. Okay. Um, you should be saying he's, for, he's from Montana. Are they going to convert to moose jerky or 
one of those uh, exotic animals from up in uh, Montana. Okay, that's a good but question. But it's too. Iowa, deer jerky. I Here. never ate, ate deer until I got to Iowa. Nose Tweets asks, what's the best style of barbecue and why? Texas, Kansas City, Memphis, Dry Rub, or Carolina? Jamaican Jerk. Okay, that wasn't listed, but all right. Jamaican. Jerk chicken. Take, take that one jerk out, Jerk chicken, though. jerk pork. So we assume that one's number one. What's okay, number two? Okay, we get it. Jamaica. What's number two? Okay, what are the other choices? <sighs> Texas, Kansas City, Memphis, Dry Rub, or Carolina? I am a Dry Rub fan. Okay, I like Carolina a lot. I mean, that's because of where I'm from. What is the best wine to pair with Slim Jims? Mm. Mm. This is a very interesting. I'm very interested in this, too. Best wine to pair with Slim Jims. D- uh, it's got to be a Merlot. A Merlot. Red. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> a Merlot. How many Slim Jims can you eat in a day before you have to stop yourself? The most I've ever eaten in a day is probably like, I don't know, 15, 16. <laughs> probably more than that. Whenever I'm doing a road trip, it's just I always got to have a... Slim Jim and water. So, you know, there's times I was driving from Iowa to New York and it's just straight Slim Jim. So, there's like always a whole bunch of package. Long drive, I don't, I, that, I find like, I don't, I don't need have to stop at fast food. I don't, when you go to fast food, you gotta stop eating the bath, go to the bathroom. You're eating Slim Jim and water, you're fine for the whole trip. If you had like condensed that into one, that would be like a mass of processed meat this big hey. that you would finish in a day. Like, yeah. So oh, no, and then gosh. you're fine with just the processed meat. Uh, meat yeah. snack. I hope you f- have a good cardiologist. Wow. I'm glad flow has great benefits. That's <laughs> going to be good for you long term. Okay. Those are the Sion questions. Uh, additional questions. These are just general for all of us to answer. Next team to win NCAAs that has never won. What team is most likely? This is really tough. I like the ACC teams. Oh, okay. Pack mentality. Yeah, I got that, and I got Virginia Tech. Is uh, but you never know. NC you could have State a, is, it, the, is the is right. They're outside, the closest right that's now. That's the closest. That's outside, the closest right now. But also outside the major five, the only trying team that has a hope right now is NC State. What about, even, but just about all of them are 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 on the, are coming up. Think about Cornell though. Think Cornell about Cornell. Think they, about it. Oh, Cornell. It was the no Cornell. What was huh? the random one in Iowa that was like also co college or something? I'm thinking of. Oh, I don't know. About if you go back, back to like the, the 40s, 40s and what, yeah, there's some. Uh, pro college, yeah. All right, yeah, Cornell. But can they get Cornell the lineup the everywhere? They always have like national champs, but. Yeah. I mean, I think their potential lineup next year with Vito Yanni, Stroker, John J. Chavez, an All American, Womack's an All American, Max well, Dean's an All American. Cornell's best chance was back in 2010, 2011, and you know. I don't they, see they're they, reloaded they're, they're, in a big way. They're not going to have as much balanced lineup as they had they had back then. They they have two potential champs right away, and they have. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to win next year, obviously. But as those guys mature, they're going to have what a total of between John Jay the the big two, John Jay, Max Dean, and Womack. They already have five All Americans in their lineup, I and mean, that's not counting someone like Vito, who also decent. Is really really good. Chaz Tucker's emerged as a, as a solid guy. So wait, where's Vito and Chaz Tucker gonna go? Well, wait, well Vito might go twenty five. Is kind of a rumor. That might be hurting him. Yeah, right. He's so that kind of that. So now that cuts his stock a little. When, when, if you say he's gonna be sucking all that weight. Yeah, but he also could just be a Tasmanian devil down there. Could be. Vito is going to be really fun next year because that guy is crazy. Yeah, he's, he yeah. Ha- he he's has a crowd pleaser. He is like uh, has amazing pace about him. Um, hey, I got a list of guys that followed Perry. You ready? Get it. Ryan Morningstar. Oh, Lockhaven Wrestling. All nice. right. Frank Beasley. Bees. Gabe yes. Dean. Gerard Garnett. Ethan Kyle. Izzy Silva. Jared Fryer. Anthony Ralph. Clarion. Jimmy Sheptock, John Mark Bentley, Trent Paulson, Tony Ramos, Kerry McCoy, and Scott Goodell. Ooh. That was all right after. List. And he's a, a Eastern Florida Michigan. guy? He should go to Virginia. Yeah. So he's I made, know those coaches. They're great over at Virginia. He should, he'd make a great fit in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. What, UVA? Or Trent Virgi- Travis he's Paulson. saying that because of Paulson. Garland, you know. Great coaches. I'm sure they've been in touch with him for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> right? I wouldn't know that. Yeah. Does He re- <laughs> He doesn't rent from them, right? Hey, he, they just followed him on Twitter just like everybody else. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'll just stop there. Someone actually <laughs> asked about that situation. Someone was like, are we ever going to get 
Dresser said there will be repercussions. Are there any repercussions from the um, store? For, for there did? to be repercussion, there must be something to, for re, to be repercussed for. Oh, there right. was. Uh, yeah, well, term. there was. There was. A preponderance of evidence. I don't see nothing. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what y'all talking about. All show right. me show me the proof. Next team to beat Penn State and prediction on when it will happen. Like in a duel? I think I think I, mean, it, I, I think Jake uh Angich Agnich. Agnich. I want to say his the name big. right cuz he's a really smart guy. Good good Twitter. Um Yeah, it I don't know. happen in this decade, maybe maybe in 2030. 2030. Sion, stop. Sion. <laughs> you almost lost this year. Yeah. <laughs> they won by one match. Lost the Big Tens. Hey. They didn't even win Big Tens the last two years. You said They said dual meet. That's not a dual meet. No, they didn't. They actually didn't say anything. <laughs> That's why I asked. They, they said dual meet. meet. No, nope. no one said dual meet. <laughs> I heard dual meet. Yes, <laughs> over me, over here. Well, okay. <laughs> All right, so I heard dual meet. <laughs> oh, Jamaicans, my. not good listeners. Wow. Wow. We hear what we need to hear. <laughs> yeah, evidently. <laughs> so I, I think it's probably a, it's probably sounds stupid, but pro, or like kind of a lame answer, but it's probably Ohio State. I just like the the kind of core that they have. I like their recruiting class coming. I think they have a lot of really really solid guys coming in. I would love to see them get David Carr, but um, they didn't. His words belongs at mm-hmm. home. At home, it's back in the fold. Yeah. Hey, you guys mentioned the uh, last show, but uh, obviously not like next year, maybe even a couple years after that. But if Oklahoma State gets the resources that their AD said, and yeah. I don't know how okay. much longer wait, wait, John's wait, wait, missed wait. there, but how, hey. more, how much more resources could you pump in Oklahoma State? Oh, with tons. A lot. I mean, their RTC is like literally in its infancy stage. Okay. All right. Their RTC is the only area that's lacking. They also, so, they which just, is where they so can, much money they is. They can going. just get their own facility, facility too. Yeah. Right now, the there's kind of. nice. Yeah, but they're just kind of like on the second floor at Gallagher. It's nice. Gallagher. Yeah, it's nice, but look what Ohio State's building. Look what Penn State has. Look what Michigan has. I was going to build. Penn State's some, in yeah. the, next to, right next to the f- student facility center. Yeah, look how nice it is, though. How Oklahoma ni- State's nice. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. They said that last week, too, or uh, last show. But I was, uh, Missouri's in, same thing, building with everything else. Uh, Think about Iowa State's facility, though. Iowa State's right there in this, the same building. But they have a not, they have a bigger, better facility than Oklahoma State probably. Just as nice. Okay. Well, they're gonna get a new one. Yeah, Oklahoma State. I mean, they're probably the team with the best shot to beat them next year. Um, I'll, I'll say Ohio State. Iowa twenty twenty could be interesting if they get DeSanto, and uh, you know they really need to recruit the middleweights. Yeah, that's where they get DeSanto, or if Penn State get DeSanto, well, they ain't happening. <laughs> well, no. Lugo's got two years yet. Kimmer's still got two years. Kimmer's got two years. Marinelli's got three. Marinelli's but got three. 74, 74 is the big week They spot. have a good 125 pound. <laughs> we'll see if he pans out. He's so only we'll ranked see. 13th pound for pound. Only so. 13th. That's true. He's got, a, <laughs> yeah. he's got a lot of ground to cover. They're still weak at 33. But if they get to Santo. All right, 41. Max Murin's going to be good. Heavyweight. Power double. Max heavyweight is going to be ranked like number one or two preseason. Well, they got heavyweight right now. Sam, Sam Stoll. Samuel. Oh. He'd pin you so fast. He'd pin you in a tilt. Man, like I said, baseball bat to both knees cap with him too. Oh, Jeez. wow. Man, you're going right. okay. oh, vicious. Interesting. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Casino Kind style. of a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> um, pardon my re- – Tanner Lefevre asks, pardon my lack of background knowledge, but how rare is it for Spencer Lee type to make – Senior national team at that age, or legitimately compete for a World Olympic medal. Snyder did this in 2015. True freshman made the world team, won worlds. But other than that, true freshman man, he had a year at the Olympic Training Center. No, he didn't. No, no, no. That was his senior year. That was his senior year of high school. All right then. Educate. Hey, you can sit in that couch. Hey, hey, listen. I was wrong. All right. I just said (laughs) I was wrong. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good. Just I. I'm very sensitive about Kyle. We need to be given an accurate representation of what that guy has done. All right, this is a great question from Brad. What should I do to get a girlfriend? I think, Sion, you should take this one. Well, y'all want to give that to me. What should you do to get a girlfriend? Well, what would you do to get a girlfriend? Well, there's these nice websites. They call Match.com, PlentyOfFish.com, 
Are I don't you like on them? E Harmony. E Far- Harmony. When I was in Iowa, E Harmony told me I had zero matches in Iowa. <gasps> so you know what? I had to leave Iowa because but, it, well, it's on match, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, E Harmony was like zero matches. I was like, they make you take that long, that long survey. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end of the survey, they go, "You have zero matches." Hmm. That's unbelievable. That's like two hours a month. I'm like, oh, man. How many matches do you have down here? And. In E Harmony? Yeah. I never went back. I don't like them no more. Okay. Yeah. I, I will not waste my time filling out that survey ever again. Dang. That's that's fair. And you, you you can start swiping left and right on Tinder. Then they got the Bumble app. Hey man, there's plenty of ways to get women out there nowadays. Okay. Someone gave him some pretty good advice on Twitter. What's that? To change his last name. Yeah, I didn't read it. <laughs> Brad I didn't, C. <laughs> I didn't I didn't read his last name. We can say his Twitter handle if people want to look it up, right? There's nothing wrong his, with ASAP well, Turd, right? Yeah, ASAP. <laughs> what is this, what is at, at ASAP Turd. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, all right, bro. <laughs> change you your Twitter handle. Is that his First step. Name? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Brad know. Uh, Charlotte Airport. Okay. What top move could I legitimately execute for near fall against Kyle Bradke? Um, none. Legitimately? Mm. So the keyword is legitimately. Half. But let's say <laughs> – no, I ain't got half him over. Uh, probably my best bet – let's say if we wrestled for three hours straight a day for a month. Chances are at some point I could put you on your back for two seconds. I – no. <laughs> <laughs> so you say seafood that terrible. hours a day for a month. Yeah. There's not one time I would gas you from bottom. There's not one time <laughs> I could uh well what about slapping in a cradle every yeah, now and then? But no, when you go to stand no. and you get for, lazy. I'm just gonna what am I just laying there on bottom for three hours? I'm not getting up. As you go to stand and then you No, I'm not nomad. You no. can you can cross face right, cradle right. nomad all day. I okay. cross face. This is a catchy in a cradle. I might go. Yeah, I might. You might turn in wrong side. I go near side. Christian, stop. You're not turning me. All right. Well, hold on now. Let me change the parameters. Is Christian that bad? I'm pretty bad. Man, <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's all relative. It's all relative. We're all right? retired. Well, in that case, the only way is right when they're about to put Kyle in the ground. CP lays on top just to get to get some bad boy. Sion <laughs> goes right to as, as soon as Kyle's about to die. When they're right. when they're literally laying him in the ground like he's already dead. And like at the funeral, like hold on, hold on, I gotta, I gotta get the bad boy in the top row. <laughs> yeah. Yes, get somebody to count, and then immediately like tweet it out, like ah, I got you, Kyle. <laughs> As Olivia weeps, I'm glad to see I found the one scenario. <laughs> okay, here's if I if I had if you had to wrestle live from bottom only okay. for three hours a day for a month, you would not turn me. Stop it! You had to wrestle from bottom. It's like, all right, you got away. Okay, you're going. How back are down. you confident, Kyle? In Kyle this? You're forgetting. I'm not confident. Listen. You're also deceased at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm not confident at all. Listen, I could never legitimately hit one in in a match, right? But we're talking about 30 days times three hours. Yeah, I don't care. 900 hours. I will never be turned by you. 90 hours. I couldn't do it. No. Like I said, man. Two right seconds. No. CP, I just think wait till they're about to put him in the grave right before they throw the dirt All right, on I might just have to wait till you die or our, or our near death. Uh, someone asked, did you see the bull training with the savage uh, in the background uh, in Iowa City? Yeah. Richie Lewis could be uh, could be headed to Iowa City for, as a training oh. spot. Well, he so, was coached by Hawkeye in high school in uh, JUCO. Yep, he's already spent what two years in the state. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it would be like a a huge change. I need a picture of him and Tom Brands together. I know, pals. Wait, wait, wait. We need a picture with him, current picture, and the one from uh, Big Ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be funny. That'd be funny. The super match between JB and Chimizo, this ever going to happen, or is it just a media tease? Uh, no, I don't think they're teasing. Let's tease I, a little bit more. Let's tease <laughs> a little bit more. Um, well, we didn't initiate the tease. It was J- Jordan and Chimizo, and we just kind of yeah. like, maybe we stoked it. Good point. Just a, just a light stoking. We just, it, was, it was a little flint, so we're now a fan, and it so it burns into a big just blaze. Like, yeah. You know? And now uh, we got a roaring campfire. Uh the plan, the hope, is that we could maybe see this at, at Beat the Streets. I don't know. Possibly you. Maybe. Possibly you. If not that, World Championships, 74. Oh, yeah. Come up and get some, Frank. Would watch. Some people, yeah. M- multiple people think that Chimizo would beat Burroughs. 
That is that to me is insane. Jabbar's is too big for him. He's too good. That too. He's too I, good. I don't see it, but do you do you think there's out of ten ten <laughs> matches that Chimizo could sneak one in? I mean, Burroughs has taken losses in two out of three series before. I'm not putting money on Frank, but I'm saying hold that door open a tiny bit for a. This dude, this dude needed a late comeback to beat Jordan Oliver. And we're talking about not the that's not a Jordan Oliver thing. That's like. Look at Jordan Burroughs. We're talking about Jordan Burroughs now. A year later, I, d- I really don't see it. Okay, 10 out of 10. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'll, I'll say I, 99 out of 100. I, all right. That's, that, we'll round up to call that 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not – I don't think it's wrong to say that Burroughs is that far ahead. Okay. I'm just thinking I could possibly see where people are coming from when they say Chimizo could sneak one on, on Burroughs. Okay. Hey, anything could happen on any given day. Any given I, that's Sunday. what they say, but not me turning Kyle for two seconds. Uh, well, <laughs> I, it could happen. Like What's I said. What's more likely? Me wrestling Kyle for 90 hours from the top position and not turning him or Frank Chimizo beating Jordan Burroughs? What's more likely? Yeah. Chimizo beating Burroughs. Wow. <laughs> I also like how you settled on 90 hours as if it's like the official like chunk of time to <laughs> wrestle someone constantly to get yeah. back. That's just like, like the fake scenario I've I've. I've I know. I like it. it. I think that should be the standard now. Like, all right, 90 hours. These two guys. <laughs> like. <laughs> Do you think Imar's two second place finishes are more due to Chinzo being better or assistant coaching change at Illinois? Well. Hmm. Chinzo no. being better. Yeah, bec- I mean, first of all, Mark Perry Mark- was there last year. Yeah, exactly. So I- I'll say it's more. I mean, you could look the one of the biggest variables is the weight class change. At one fifty-seven, he lost one time to Nolf, and he beat him twice after he lost to him. His freshman year, so I think it, you could. I don't think it's a coaching change. I think it's could be the weight, and but more than anything, it's Vincenzo Joseph. It's just it's good. It's yeah, and you know. He's an underhook guy. Imar's an underhook guy, and Chinzo happens to wrestle phenomenally out of an underhook. If he wasn't a, if he didn't have the upper body gifts that he has, who knows what it looks like? And even still, he's three and two against Chinzo. But it's almost like Chinzo never. We kind of uh, suggested this, at least, yeah, on on radio after Big Tens. It's like Chinzo wasn't really, he wasn't playing all his cards, and maybe he was, but it just didn't seem like he was. Showing his full hand against. Watch those two matches back to back, and there's stark differences between how the, they played out. It's almost like they both knew, because Imar didn't do a whole lot either. It was like, man, I'm just gonna wrestle this guy in a week, anyways. Like, why am I gonna go all out, all out here? So I, I think, I think it's a Chinzo thing. I think it's all about Chinzo. That's the only guy that's beaten him, right? If it was a massive coaching thing or, or something else. I think we would have seen Imar potentially fall to other guys, right? Mm-hmm. Which didn't happen. The only guy that's beaten him is Vincenzo Joseph and Jason Off in his career. Vincenzo's just got out coached. Uh, yeah, that's that's potentially true. Out game planned. Um, yeah, Vincenzo's final matches are like textbook. How you elevate, raise your game, change your game against the best competition. This is one of the more impressive matches I've seen is Chenzo Imar just this last. And how about him catching him in that claw tilt? How savvy was that? When's the last time you saw Imar turned from top? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever. I don't know if I've seen it. I don't Not seen folk style. I don't see Chenzo turn a lot of people. No. Yeah. It was just Chenzo straight up. I just guy. this could be this could be totally untrue, but that just seems like something where now maybe just Imar admitted he's like I got real aggressive trying to get away and just made a mistake, but. You know, he, Imar rolls. That's how he gets away a lot. Did, was he prepared for that, too? Was that something like, he rolls, catch him here, get a two count? I, I don't know. With Penn State, I wouldn't put it past them being prepared for that exact You know, the coaches scenario. at Penn State, they, they do a real good job. Oh, do they, well, you're a fan? Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm, oh. I'm a big fan of those coaches Ooh, out at Penn State. Breaking news. Know. Wow. Kiss up radio live here. Let's <laughs> suck up a little more. Why are you hating, Christian? Uh... Not hating. All right. Just don't like uh, suck ups. <laughs> Who's sucking up? Why are you hating? By the way, let yeah, me add Christian. Hates. Amazing point. You're really on fire today. Excellent. Oh, thanks. That, that, I mean, That's you're gr- just killing it left and right. Oh, I love it. Sion, this. enough of your sucking up, Christian. Bang, bang up job. <laughs> How Continue, you please. Uh, 
See, Spay oh, gets my it. Friends my, uh, how am I sucking up? Spay I'm, gets I'm it. I'm some friends. <laughs> I know. Sure. I could, I could, like, say Christian has nice hair. I'd be lying, but I'd be complimenting him. <laughs> You're right. Yes, lying. <laughs> lying and admitting to it. I guess it's still somehow a compliment. I think. If you tell the person that you're lying, it might kind of negate the compliment. Oh, shoot. No, just, that, I was just giving that as an example. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's 9.02. Kai has business to attend to, our, our, our wonderful producer. So we have to leave. We've got to go. Our time is up. A special thank you to Sion Williams and Andrews Bay. Follow Sion. Sion W at, uh, well, it's up, yeah, whatever. Sion W, whatever you do on Twitter. <laughs> you C-on might want to tell them how to do it and on what platform. Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. But this is a two-way street, brother. I guess I got to start doing more tweets. Doing more tweets. Set an alarm. Put it on your Google Calendar is probably what Spay would do. I didn't have this on my uh, Google Calendar, by the way. I still showed up anyway. So all you calendar haters. And tell Slim Jim. I better start getting some free Slim Jims for y'all, man. All right. We'll we'll call Jim up right now. (laughs) Thank you for bringing the Slim Jims for the whole class. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to ASICS. For your wonderful, wonderful support of this show. And we will be back next Tuesday with Kyle Snyder, Kyle Brackey, and any other Kyles that we can find on the premises. Thanks, guys. See you next time. See ya.